0: Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Baroots, where we tell the stories behind your favorite beer. This is Sound Guy Ryan, and joining me, as always, is Erica and Matt.
1: Yeah, it's still raining, and we're still in Connecticut.
2: Stop we're just stuck it. here.
1: We're stuck here forever. It's not That's, the worst place. I have, have I enjoyed mean, our yeah. time in Connecticut. It's
2: been great beer here. I and don't want to
1: say like our time like I've done like hard time in <laughs> no, prison like. Hard yeah. time here in Connecticut. Um no. Um <laughs> we had amazing beer at the locations. Um those episodes have either been released or will be released in the future.
2: Yeah, so stay tuned. Um, so stay tuned. Go back and take a little listen.
1: Yeah, take a little listen. A
2: little listen. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um we're all like hyped up because we just got some coffee down the road. Yeah, yeah that coffee roaster. Oh my God, that coffee's Fantastic. good. I unfortunately ruin all coffee with too much sugar and too much cream. Yep. But you had it black.
2: I drink it straight black. Straight black. straight. Just black.
1: straight. Delicious. Brian, how it's do you so drink good. your coffee? Uh, I don't drink coffee. How did you drink your coffee in a past You life? did
2: cream and sugar, didn't you?
1: I
0: did regular, yeah. Regular. Well, well actually.
1: Regular, yeah. <laughs> four I, so sugar, for cream? For, for years, <laughs> I would do
0: regular, but then I just did cream only. Yeah. Cool.
1: cool. Joe, what about you? How do you drink your Cream, cream? only. Cream only? Oh, right. No sugar? Oh,
2: right.
1: No sugar. Ah,
0: huh, interesting.
2: Yeah.
1: Maybe I'll try that once.
2: You should try one. Yeah, you
1: taste the coffee.
2: There's a little sugar in the cream, too. I mean, the cream is, like, sweet, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I have such a sweet tooth. It's the problem.
2: You are a problem. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Erica, where <laughs> are we today? We are at Epicure. Which brewing. I found, it is brewing. Which what I was, found
1: out means, like, it? an admiration of fine dining and drink.
2: Oh. Which
1: I have okay. in all aspects of life. Indeed. Yeah. indeed. I appreciate that name. Just, like, I had to know what it meant before I went in. I didn't want to steal your thunder. I'm so sorry. Oh,
3: no, That's quite all right. I, yeah. We, we assume usually, that's what it's about. We usually <laughs> say, um, it means the finer things in life with wine and food. Why not beer?
0: Why not beer? Oh, I like that.
3: Why not God, beer? God. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Gotcha. Yeah. I like it.
0: Yeah. I peasant, like peasant drink.
1: Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. Um, we, what have you been drinking recently?
3: Price is rice. So this is our collaboration beer with black pond up yeah. in Danielson. Um, it's very light, perfect for summer. Uh, or any day drinking. Tell yeah. the truth. Agreed. We yeah. love
2: loggers, especially a rice lager. I love a good rice lager. Yeah.
1: Well, as okay. soon as rice loggers kind of came onto the scene a couple of years ago, I was just like, Whoa! Yep. Sign me up. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah. Other than that, it's been loggers just getting rid of that Oktoberfest kind of feel. We yeah. do
3: have an Oktoberfest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you laugh. I know. I'm like, we do have one. <laughs> every
2: <laughs> brewery usually. Yeah. No, out. I love it. No, I'm definitely. A, it's just we like, love Oktoberfest, but it's the end of the season. Yeah. We're moving on.
1: To the worst season. Uh, we're not getting into that again. Us a we're, in getting, today. we're done. Again. Yeah, we're None
3: getting into.
1: <laughs> uh, so, Joe, we start all of our episodes by asking our guests their first memory of beer and their role at the brewery.
3: So, my first memory of beer. Oh my god! Very young uh, <laughs> college days, obviously, and it was horrible beer. I think it was uh, the Red Dog. Beer.
1: Okay. Yeah. Oh my god. The, uh, yeah. yeah that's, 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 a, that's a throwback. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, so, yeah, that is my first memory. It got, it got better. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> I have been looking like on eBay to see like a Red Dog neon sign oh, because geez. like that I have a vivid memory of my like.
3: And they had the sayings under the cap.
1: Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. So I have a formative memory of Red Dog beer. I don't think it, I I never grew up around it. I don't even think I've ever tried it. I just want that stupid
2: sign. Sign.
1: So if we have any listeners out there who has one, I will
3: just give us a little. Uh, <laughs> Like, I have a utopos yeah.
1: that I can trade for something yeah. something really rare, yeah
3: red dog, yeah. yeah um and my job actually is I am the president, and I do all the finance end of the brewery, so dealing with the bills, the payroll, the fun, employees the fun, the fun stuff. stuff, yeah yeah. Stuff. yeah,
1: well that 's good because oftentimes we talk to brewers, we talk to social media people, so it's it's cool to hear. I hate to say like the less attractive side of brewing, right? Like <laughs> you know, I'm not like
3: it is the less attractive side. No, no, but, but every brewery needs that.
1: Yeah, and, right? I, and you know so. what? This brewery is lucky enough to have that person. I I look at that because I think there's a lot of operations that would benefit greatly from that, and they don't even realize it. And that's not to say that if you can't afford it right now, like that's a problem. It's just you're doing the best you can, right? Like right, how many right, brewers totally. out there are running social media, running finance, running the brew All house operation, themselves. and then running front of house? <laughs> you know, it's like. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's a, lot. a lot. I tip my hat to all of them. Seriously, I can never do it. So.
3: Yeah, when they do it all, I'm glad we yeah. have partners. Yeah. Yes. Oh. It kind of gets distinguished between all of us. For no sure. kidding. no For kidding. kidding.
1: For sure. Um, so we were mentioning off air, you are an accountant by day. Yes. And I guess a, a president account. by day and <laughs> night. <laughs>
3: and, I was like, it never um, ends.
1: <laughs> so like, so when do you sleep?
3: Uh I get some sleep. <laughs> yeah, here yeah, yeah. and there. <laughs>
1: um, I always find it interesting with people who run a business and then they um, also work their quote unquote day job. Right? Um, where do you get time for you? I struggle with the same thing, so that's why I'm asking. I mean, I we run. I run the podcast. You guys run the podcast. It's it's a struggle to it go to the gym. Struggle, you know? but I
3: think you. I mean, I get up 5:30. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hit the gym end of things, and then I start my day. At night, I do the books for here. Yep. Um, I have a little bit flexibility because I do own my other business. So I'm my own boss. So I can kind of make those. So so you can yell at yourself for doing other work. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then we have great employees. So I'm not in the tap room having to work the actual shifts. Uh, we do now, one of us owners are on every Saturday. So you'll Mm -hmm. see one of us in here just hanging out. And if she does need help, then we get behind the bar and we'll, serve bears but otherwise we're just here to hang out that was one of the things that our muggers mentioned to us your muggers are you okay yeah they they, they take it very serious they are the muggers um they actually said they enjoyed during covid that us owners were back in the brewery yeah they could see us and chat with us yeah stuff like that so we made an appointment to keep us in here at least one day a week that you'll see one of us here hanging out um, and they've enjoyed it. Our muggers, yes, they do call themselves muggers. <laughs> they are phenomenal. They were awesome through COVID. They'd come down here. As soon as we could actually open, if we had a food truck, they would be here. Yeah. Hanging out and getting their beer. That's awesome. It's awesome
1: to kind of see the community Yes.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, rally around that.
3: And they'd be buying takeout all the time, too. Yeah. <laughs> so they were, they're huge supporters, which
1: Yeah. Epicure, how long have you been around? Four years. Four years. Nice, um nice. owning your own business. And then there's four other business partners, including yes. yourself? Yes. Um who was like the crazy one that was like, I want to open a business. I open a, I want to uh, open a brewery. My
3: husband and Jenny.
1: <laughs> okay, and Jenny. Yeah. And Jenny is
3: uh Jenny's one of the shareholders.
1: Cool. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And did that come out of like a love for home brewing or just like a love for the industry? For beer. For beer.
3: Yep. Yes. um, Ken, our brewer, he actually was the home brewer and enjoyed it. We used to go to his pig roasts. He would have his beer on tap. When my husband was working with Jay on creating the business plan, he actually, he said, Ken's got to be our brewer. Cool. So that's where that all came about.
1: So kind of like a... a homebrewer's dream, right? Yeah. Ken was like,
3: "Yes." <laughs>
1: do you know what Ken was doing before being a full brewer? Uh, he,
3: he worked at CSA, a computer corporation. Oh
1: my gosh. So like really uh, like a full-time, <laughs> like that's really cool. I just find that really like <laughs> kind of why we started the podcast was the, the person, the homebrewer that was like, I could make that jump too. Do you know what I'm saying? So keep on homebrewing and have pig roasts and you could be a brewer too. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. Um, where did you come along into the the shareholder
3: um, so my husband, Rob, is, was, him and Jay are the yeah. ones that came up with it. So obviously I became We're involved air. with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I enjoyed going out. We enjoyed going to the different breweries um, yeah. and not just here in the U.S. over Overseas. And, yeah. Overseas and just the pub feel. And that's kind of what we wanted to bring over here to the United States. So here you'll notice we don't have TVs. This TV does not actually play any sports or anything. Just menu? It's just menu yeah. and it's to make people talk. Yeah. Mm, Instead yeah. of being on your phones, actually socializing and talking with people. Yep. Uh, when you're in an Irish pub, you'll see that. Yep. there's Everybody's chatting with everybody else. It's friendly. And we've now seen it here where there's been people sitting at the bar talking and they realize they're neighbors. Right. Oh, shit. Like yeah, their yeah. houses down from each other and they've never
1: talked. <laughs> never talked. Yeah.
3: So it makes, um, we feel that's a great thing to bring to yeah. this area. Um,
1: Love them as a drinking partner, but a neighbor, they're shit. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, like...
3: <laughs> they might end yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I stepped away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> introducing them. So we brought those kind of things um, and then to support local. Yeah. So our big thing was we were not going to do food because we wanted to support the local restaurants in downtown. There's fabulous food down here. There's Indian.
1: I know we walked past an Indian joint and and all we could smell was like, it smells so good.
3: Irish food. You've got Italian food. You have it all right here and walking distance to our place. So we, we wanted to support that.
1: I don't know anything about Norwich. Tell our listeners and me all about the area.
3: So, um, NFA is a big high school down here, um, which people, you know, Trillium, Mm-hmm. She actually yep. went there. Uh, um, so she okay. has some Norwich roots. Uh, <clears throat> we also have the food. Like I was saying, the food is phenomenal. You're close to the casinos. Uh, Mohegan and Foxwoods are a 10-minute mm-hmm. ride from yep. here. Oh, well, wow. Real close. Very close. <laughs> um,
1: you hear that, Ryan? Maybe we'll strike a pig tonight.
3: <laughs> you yeah. have the marina down, down a couple blocks that way. And um, like I said, the food, it's really, the food is amazing here. Plus Um,
2: a great coffee
3: roaster. you got the coffee (laughs) roaster. um, And it's in the center of between, you know, Willmanic and New London.
1: Yeah. So we kind of got excited about interviewing you because when we went to the coffee roaster, and before this, (laughs) he was like, they're fucking awesome, right? Like, I mean, they support local. They like support the local. Like he
2: kept telling us all the
1: things that we Maybe. kind of align with, right? Like, and and that's so cool to hear. Uh, because in Massachusetts, we hear it all the time. You know, breweries helping out other breweries. You know, we're out of grain or out of Sabro hops and someone get hopping in the car. And I'm sure that's the same for Connecticut. Yes.
2: But then sure. to hear like a brewery
3: supporting just a coffee businesses. shop, local yeah. businesses, like he stores his beans here, apparently. Like, yeah. that's awesome. Like, that's yeah. I love hearing that. It's, it's huge. I mean, you got to those are the people that are going to be coming in here. Right. So you support them. I mean, usually... Like I said, a lot of things changed with COVID. We used to have the menus. Of so we'd have menu books and you could order food and they'd bring it right in here.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, we're getting back to that. Like now on Saturday nights, we're offering 10% off your tab here. If you bring a receipt from any of the Norwich restaurants. Oh, nice. Restaurants. Sweet. And Or you can bring the food in and eat here and have your beer. But yeah. if you have a receipt from an orange restaurant, we'll give you 10% off here at the brewery to try to get people back out, back into, you know, hitting the different places yeah. and supporting everybody yeah. in that's downtown. Awesome. Yeah,
1: that's incredible. Um, where did you get this sense of community? I mean, like, <laughs> no, seriously, like, that's not something that's just like, I'm going to do this for, like, the clout to be like, where people no. don't, you're doing yeah, it, you, you know? You don't look like, cool, right? Yeah. It,
3: no, and it was I, you just... You just do it. I mean, you, you should do that. Yeah. You should support other people that are supporting you yeah. because the only reason why you'll succeed is by the support of them. They're bringing people in. They're telling you, telling about your place and mm. you should do the same thing. That's why I say, I'm like the food around here is amazing. It's yeah. usually if I am down here, it's like, all right, where are we going to eat tonight? <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. I'm, I'm very curious. Um, when you drive up to your building and this is, this is no offense to you. I, um, We did not think the place was this big, right? Um, (laughs) When when you have five business partners and you all drive to see the place, like what was your first response to seeing the outside facade of the building? Were you like, this is home? Or were you like, what what the hell am I getting into?
3: I probably said that to Jane. Yeah, right. If I had to remember back then. But then walking in and seeing that it was kind of, it the inside of the door, and it, like I said, it's like a speakeasy feel to me, which yeah. I love speakeasy. I
1: totally felt like I had to give I a totally. secret code. Yeah, Mike, so yeah. Like
3: yeah, yeah. In, I mean, we kind of keep everything the sign small, and then like when you walk in and you're like, "Holy crap, it's huge in here!" Yeah, literally, literally the reaction job. we had. <laughs> like, yeah, I was no, like, no, "Wow, like, it's really big in here." <laughs> like, this is and nice. It doesn't look like it? From no, outside, not at all. No, not at, at all. all. So I like that feel um, because it does. It gives the shock, and I love seeing people walk down that ramp and then Just, be like. Holy crap, it's a lot bigger in here than I expected.
1: (laughs) It was like Disney World for me. (laughs) But better, but better. Uh, So I'm curious about the build out and what it looked like when you were building out. But we have to go to a word from our sponsors. I know you want to tell us, and I want to hear so bad. So, Brian, sponsors, quick.
2: Take it away. Did you know that your favorite Massachusetts breweries use hops from a local family-owned hop farm right here in Massachusetts?
0: Our friends over at Four Star Farms are there for you, whether you're a commercial brewery or a small batch home brewer.
1: Make sure to head over to their website today and get your hands on some of the best and freshest hops available locally. Cheers. Cheers!
2: At our local homebrew shop, Beer & Wine Hobby, you can get everything you need to make beer, wine, cider, cheese, and more. Not sure where to start? They have knowledgeable staff there to help. Beer & Wine Hobby is family-owned and located in Danvers, Massachusetts. Visit their website, beer-wine.com, and use our promo code Brews for 10% off your online order today.
1: shirts on tap is the box subscription service for craft beer lovers each month shirts on tap partners up with seven different breweries from across the country and collaborates on a sweet custom shirt design we've been teamed up with shirts on tap since the inception of the podcast and are proud to announce a new promo code for all of our listeners to get your first shirt for five dollars off go to the link in our description below and use the promo code and remember drink better beer wear better shirts Our listeners might not know that we actually like pause in between and we take like potty breaks and all that stuff. And those are meant for like five minute cool downs, maybe fill up on a beer.
2: Sure.
1: I went to the restroom. I'm not going to say like what happened, like obviously, right? That's inappropriate.
2: Totes inappropriate. But I was
1: washing my hands as everyone should do. Wash your hands. It, it, I hate restaurants to say like all employees must wash hands. No, it's just, just say everyone should wash yeah. their hands. But, <laughs> yes. But, but I'm not going to get, we're not getting into that, right? <laughs> There's a sign in Epicure's bathroom that says... There once was a sign here. It was the best sign that ever was. It's been bad to the bone since the day it was born. Tell me about the sign. Was it missing? (laughs) Then we're going to get into everything else.
3: So the, we came, me and my husband came in here one day and I was cleaning the bathroom because it was the standing room only. I now know which bathroom he used. (laughs) Oh, now we know. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. It's the standing room only bathroom. So I only go in there when I need to actually check the, clean the bathrooms. And I'm like, hey, where's the sign? Because all there was was the hook. So I figured maybe it dropped, broke, whatever. So I asked the other owners, I'm like, hey, has anybody seen the sign in the standing room only? And um, Ken goes, oh, it's been missing for a bit. And we're like, what? So somebody stole the sign?
1: What did the sign say?
3: Beer, five cents.
1: Apparently, you have so much other cool shit what? here to steal. Not that they, I'm saying, they, but like, they, they
3: stole our cactuses too in oh, the that's bathroom. Stupid. What the cactus? Yes, I'm like, really? A sign, a I'm, cactus? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? Oh
1: my god, I don't condone stealing, <laughs> yeah, right? But like,
3: sprucing up <laughs> that, that would have been like the last
1: thing that if I was a stealer, I wouldn't have stolen Well,
3: my question is because the sign was actually fairly big on how they got out of our place.
1: Oh. it's almost
3: yeah it's it's almost like like, a fool me one shame (laughs)
1: on yeah yeah. who was
3: working (laughs) and well and and then I was like I wish we could have gone back into the cameras and saw me actually took the sign Uh, so I'm like how did you get that out of here without any of us knowing
1: All right. so if one of our listeners stole the sign hey we don't bring it back unfollow us but bring the sign back and we don't want to be associated with you (laughs) but bring the sign back (laughs) right Ryan Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> thank you. Ryan's the voice of reason. <laughs> All right, so what was this space before? Do you know what, what was the yes. history? Yes, so yeah.
3: this actually was the Norwich Bulletin's printing presses.
1: Okay, cool. So the so high ceilings, high ceilings,
3: and, ceilings. and actually the three pipes that are right there are yep. still full with ink. Because they took down one of them and it was chocked full of the ink, and we just left it because that was going to make a mess. Ooh, yeah. Wow, and if you actually nice. look on the floors over there by the jukebox, you'll see like yellow spots and you'll see red spots from the actual printing presses uh, that got left over. Um, it's been fun because we've had some of the guys that actually ran the printing presses come back in yeah, and they're like, "Holy cow, this is so different!" And then and I'm like, "It's way better. You're drinking beer." <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're not risking your life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: like, you're not in a printing press. Yeah. So it uh, was the printing press for I don't know how many years, but yeah. a, a long, long time. time. This is yeah. where Norwich Bolton actually did all their stuff.
1: So looking around, obviously added a wall around here yes. and so on and so forth. Um, how much modification did you have to do to add a brewery this to a pre-existing space?
3: Actually, all empty. Okay. So it was, which but was
1: like adding good. drains, right? You had to do all. And that. we
3: had yeah. to add the drains. My father, thankfully, uh, was in construction, so he had a lot of the jackhammers nice. and stuff. So we didn't need to go rent them. Yeah. Um, And then my sister's boyfriend, he also owns a construction company. So we had the help with that. Amazing. And then um, one of our good friends, Phil, he actually did a lot of the, like, not the bar, but all the back end of the stuff. And then our friend, Nick Garroshan, he actually did, he was, he did all the framing of everything. And then Phil came in and did, like, the cosmetic stuff. Um, But otherwise, it was a lot of weekends of pulling down. (laughs) Back there was... Panel, wood paneling. Oh, fun! Fun. <laughs> okay. yeah. And then it came down, and we saw the brick wall, and I'm like, "That's perfect. Perfect, like, That's yeah. That's awesome." Okay. Um, but yeah, the paneling had to go. <laughs> so there was a lot. <laughs> there was a lot of that coming out of there. But otherwise, it was pretty um, open. It was just creating the cold room, obviously for a TTB, yeah. and then the bar. The beam that is our actual bar is from Wrights Mill. Um, oh, very nice farm. It, burned down oh, like a year prior to us opening our two years. It was a reception hall. It's actually next door to our house, me and my husband. Oh, nice. And we're really good friends with them. So these were the beams that actually were on the building to hold it up. And when they took it down, um, the owner, Kurt, actually gave us a set of the beams because he thought it would be cool for the bar so we brought a little bit of canterbury where i live yeah. with my husband so we brought a little canterbury down to norwich um there's a actual plaque over there uh so again it's a lot of friends and back to the whole supporting everybody yeah. that's where it comes from they all supported us jumped in like phil and nick are good friends yeah. um and then kurt so there's a lot of you know you, you help friends out and I feel like a lot of the businesses in Norwich. sounds
1: like uh, your muggers, right? You've helped out the community and they, they help help, us out. yeah, Yeah. Um, who came up with the name of The Muggers do you, do, you, do you have a name Like or do you have An individual no,
3: no it's The Mug Club And then they're, they're an awesome group They started calling Themselves The Muggers Yeah <laughs> And so now We've kind of run with it I'm like I should really Get you guys shirts That say that Yeah Right But I'm like I really don't think You should be running Around town mugger. The Muggers Yeah
1: <laughs> But would a Mugger Run around with a shirt well, Named The Muggers I think that's no. what I was yeah. kinda of thinking. Yeah. <laughs> They may. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Pictures on the back wall, on the brick. um.
3: So we change those out every couple of months. Uh, Jeff from Ideal Skate Shop, he is actually our art person. So he brings in artists every couple of months. Uh, Norwich has a first Friday that is for strolling the different art galleries down here. And we actually change out the art. So our only... Thing with having art on our walls is that there has to be prices on them because we want those artists ah, to be able to sell their work and it basically gives them a free studio for a couple of months and it puts something new on our wall. So we've had, um, last time it was a 18-year-old girl that did dog portraits, which were really, really cool. Um, I ended up getting one done. I got some done for my friends. My friends got some. It was really cool, and she was super excited. Nice.
1: Uh, I needed a good Christmas present. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) Right, That's really good.
3: So, yeah, we changed them out. And we did one time uh, actually, Ideal skateboards. They came in with all their skateboards. There's some up there now, but he literally, all the walls were full with skateboards, which was wild. Yeah.
1: I, I see a couple skateboards with your logo on them. Yes. It, see. That's so cool. Like, I wish my, I wish the Brewers logo had a, a skate, skateboard. A skateboard. Oh, you got to
3: talk to Ideal. I know. We can
1: Brian, <laughs> you think you would skateboard if we got a. No.
3: <laughs> I'd want to see you
1: draw. I would, our listeners might like pay some money to watch you drop in from a half pipe. Cool. You're talking about revenue. That would be a good one.
0: Yeah, you know, you have a point. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so so more importantly, we want to talk about um, the beer that you have on tap here. I mean, not more important, more important than Ryan's skateboarding. But right, uh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> we have many varieties to hopefully hit everybody's palate.
1: Yep.
3: Uh, we usually always have the blonde on.
1: Okay. Is that a flagship, you'd say?
3: I, I would go with it. It's a flagship. It's uh, called Stay Pretty. Stay Pretty has definitely gotten a name of its own now. Um, I will show you the cans and explain <laughs> James, who's our Stay Pretty yes. person. Um, and then we also do sour. Um, we have a cherry and we have a cranberry. So we have the bogger which is really great. I like to mix it with like the prices. We do a lot of mixing here. Cool. Yeah, um, nice. So I will take the bogger and mix it with the stay pretty, the prices rice, or when we have cash rules out, which is our cream ale. And we do that.
1: And so awesome. You're literally like speaking to me, all the I beers that it. I like. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> a cream ale. Come on. And, yeah, oh, it's and then sorry.
3: mix it. That's yes. Fun. Then we mix it. That's um, we also always have our stout on yeah. when it, which is lightning struck twice. And we have good old Tom, which is the New England IPA. Damn Yankee is our IPA. I call him the sneaky little guy because it seems like nobody thinks he's 6.8. <laughs> and then they drink a few and they're like, wow. That is I'm like, you just got damn pretty... Yankee. Yeah. <laughs> and then our newest beer is um, Going Commando, <laughs> which is our salted Chocolate, uh, salted caramel porter mm. which we ended up doing for the Silkies hike that happens in Norwich every September.
1: Yeah, so we Tell us about that. heard about the Silkies yeah. hike through the coffee roasters.
3: Yes, so every September they do this walk through Norwich to w- raise awareness for veteran suicide. Um, everybody that is walking in the walk is either a veteran or active military. Nobody else can walk with them. And they just walk through. They usually start on close to the highway in norwich walk through norwich hit a couple of spots we are one of them and we do a black ale project which i'm sure yeah, you
4: yeah of, of course that yeah that
3: connects you with a veteran organization in your area we do the purple hearts yeah. uh, of yeah. Connecticut, so that's who we do our donation to and basically they'll show up in you know it's it's an amazing site. So if you're around, keep an eye out for when they do it in September. They've been doing it for the last couple of years.
1: And they're one of those charitable organizations that actually donate. Yes, donates fully. yes. Yeah.
3: exactly. And we'll do up to that event, we do a lot of um, fundraisers here. They'll come in and do fundraisers to raise money to get water and stuff for the walkers wow. um, and other supplies. So they'll come in here and we'll do fundraisers.
1: Do we, you do anything selfish? I'm just, curious. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like Seriously, that's amazing. I mean, it's cool. Um,
3: and then, obviously, as you can see, we big military. Um, Presence, a lot of yeah. the uh, sailors down in Groton, which became Mug Club members, would come up here and hang out they were actually had houses up here that they were staying at um and that's one of my favorite stories cause I, they had the most intense UNO game I've ever seen in my life in here <laughs> like one of the first years we were open and they like flung the chairs back yelling UNO at oh each my other goodness. and I'm like I'm break them up and then they just start laughing <laughs> having yeah. their beer um So we've really kind of like adopted them and everybody's kind of adopted us where they bring in different military hats, patches, coins, which we are so over the top about.
1: Any of the owners, ex-military? No, none of us are,
3: but all of us have family members. So my husband, his dad was Navy. Um, My grandfather was World War II Army. My uncle was Marines, um, Vietnam. Carrie's dad was also... Military, and so a lot of
1: ties. A lot of ties
3: to the, ties to the military. Um, so, and it's great to support them. They fight for us. So
1: absolutely, I'll drink to that. Um, this space, I, I still can't get over it. Like I'm looking around, and I and you must have just come in and just seen opportunity, right? Like There's
3: lots of stuff we added. So the motorcycle that's hanging from the sailing, that came about because we were thinking of putting like a um, Marilyn Monroe when she's over the.
4: Uh, gate yeah, and yeah. have
3: her, her like a full print out and have her skirt blowing up instead one of the Ken's friends said hey I have this motorcycle a sunbeam maybe you guys can hang it from there so it actually runs if we wanted to <laughs> leaks eye. a little oil so there's yeah. cardboard up there yeah. but it actually runs and he's like hey, what about putting a motorcycle hanging from the ceiling I'm like well that will be interesting
1: yeah
3: <laughs> so that's what they did yeah alright All
1: right. All right. Um, so Ken's your head brewer yes um where is his, his style more of these like traditional creamy ales, the blonde ales or, you know, I i Yes, very over.
3: traditional. Yeah. Um, obviously, it took us a while to do the New England IPA because none of us are really into that style.
1: We aren't either, so don't worry. Yeah, yeah so
3: yeah. it <laughs> took us a while. Um, the good old Tom was named after our first mug club member, Tom Sanuda. So he loves New England IPAs, so he kept bugging um, right. Ken. Ken to like, hey. Can you do one? Can you do one? Can you do one? Finally, Ken did one. So now <laughs> we have one. And he loves it. You know, it's yeah. named after him. And so we do have that one. But a lot of, yes, very traditional style. Um, little coats, a double IPA, um, Big Bear. And I actually like doubles. I'm not an IPA person, but I like a double IPA because yep. they get sweeter. They're not the bitterness right, that right. I like. Like, damn Yankee, I'll make a face with. But a <laughs> little bit I drink, it's just a little bit of it. Yeah.
2: So I'm kind of curious. I know, um, tell me about the Pink Boots chapter.
3: Pink Boots chapter. Here. So I, me and Alicia um, took that over probably two, three years ago. Three or four it might've been right when I started. So there was really nobody running the Connecticut chapter. Mm-hmm. And Alicia had sent out my name to the pink boots place. And I said, all right, I'll give them a call and I'll see if I can be the chapter chair. And then she called and she's like, what about us doing co I'm like, perfect. Because I just adding, yeah. one. I work
1: 14 jobs. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, I need
3: <laughs> to add something else. So we ended up doing that. And we honestly got Connecticut, bigger because there was not many and I think they're up to 30 something then in January um, both me and Alicia are like well it's time to kind of hand it over to somebody new a new face to it you know bring some more excitement to it so we handed it over to um, Mariah down at Outer Light who's the taproom manager and then Abby from Still Hill who's um, in Connecticut uh, not Rocky Hill yeah it is Rocky Hill Rocky Hill. And we handed it over to them, and then COVID happened. And oh, no. they're like, You guys just handed us what this. Do I do? Yeah. And I'm like, All right, we're not leaving. Don't worry. Yeah. We'll, be, we'll yeah. coach you with whatever you need, just like bounce stuff off. And the girls have been great. They've taken off, they've gotten recognition for the Connecticut chapter. Awesome. We've actually been able to offer our own scholarships to some of the Yay. girls in Connecticut. And I'm like a small state. I'm like, We're making the big loud noise. Um, and we actually got to do the hop rub last year awesome, and we were one of the only cha- probably one of the closest only chapters because we had um, hop culture where we actually could do the because it was outside we could oh, do the rubbing they had all yeah, the space for right, us right. Yeah. so that was awesome so it's gone big and it's great it's great to yeah. be a part of that
1: do you brew awesome. Pink Roots beer every year?
3: I do. So yeah. I have Boots and Hose, which is a Kolsch. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love <laughs> So we usually, because the hops lend themselves to a New England IPA. So do
1: you use the hops? I do. You do. Okay, cool.
3: <laughs> and I told the brewer, <laughs> not I told, all
1: brewer, Not all breweries I know. Well, I yeah. told yeah. the brewer,
3: I We buy them and we can make other beers with them, yep. you know. Yeah. And I ended up, I said to the brewer this time, I'm like, Mine, I'm like, I'm on a Kolsch. I do not, because we've done New England yeah. the last couple of times. Yeah. I'm like, nope.
1: Everyone does in New England. Right. Like,
3: right. nope. It's like yeah. a New I'm England a hibiscus yeah. always. I'm like, <laughs> doing a Kolsch. I'm like, I'm putting my foot down. We're doing a Kolsch. Yeah. And it's, it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. I'll bring, give you guys some because yeah. we don't have an untap anymore. I just got a couple of cans left. Yeah.
1: Cool. I can't wait.
3: That's awesome.
1: Um, do you find that the Connecticut beer community, I mean, you, you've you been around to like all of these pr- other throughout the world. Um, what is the Connecticut? Beer world known as right now?
3: Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, I don't know. I think we all have our own style and, you know, our different places. You know, you have some of the farm breweries, you have some of the breweries that have just, you know, takeout. Um, Everybody's, you know, totally different. You have area two, which is two roads that is completely sours. And then you have the regular two roads that has a variety. Um, and you guys obviously went to some today yeah. and is, they have variety and they're totally different than our place. Yeah. yeah. So I think everybody kind of has their own thing, but everybody wants to help each other. And yeah. kind of like what you were saying about, you know, dropping grains. Uh, the Connecticut Brewers Guild has a, <clears throat> an actual page where people can say, hey, I need this. I'm going to get the order next week. Can anybody spot me? That stuff. And it's just a great community. Kind of like I said, I deal with accounting and... There's many businesses I deal with, you know, from farms, nurseries, retail shops, restaurants, bars. Yeah. This is probably the industry that I see that they actually want to help each other.
4: Yeah.
3: And, sure. you know, don't kind of step on each other.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for Sure. So I'm always curious, anytime we venture into a new state, we've kind of gotten other breweries' opinions on local laws and regulations. I'm sure you have your own opinions, and we're just going to have to wait to hear about them after this short break. Take it
0: away, Ryan. Are you a solo artist, band, podcaster, or anyone else who needs recording services?
1: Well, we got a place for you where your vision can become a reality.
2: Welcome to Small Pond Studios, built by hand with heart and sweat, equity by musicians for musicians.
0: Go to smallpondstudios.io to reach out to get more information, and make sure you let them know that Barut sent you. hey sound guy ryan here didn't know if you heard but we're a part of the hopped up network there you'll find other informative podcasts about beer so go ahead follow them on social media and visit them on their website hoppedupnetwork.com, to learn more about the people beer and breweries from around the country and until next time thanks for listening cheers
1: So, we were talking on the, the break about rules and regulations within the state. Um, we're pretty lucky in Massachusetts. I think we have some pretty cool laws. Um, we heard of one today that I think Massachusetts should absolutely adopt is the uh, being able to serve liquor and um, cider within the same state that it's produced in um, yeah. at, at local places. I, I I don't... Do you guys do so that?
3: we... D- it's funny that you say that. We just got our permit. Oh, congratulations! Yesterday. Oh, congratulations! Um, yeah. We did the wine and cider. No, I that might actually have the liquor in it too. So Connecticut changed all their laws when you were going to renew your permit. Yep. Um, with COVID, they delayed ours six months, I think. So we
1: classic. <laughs> yeah.
3: So we had a, it was going to be December, and we ended up starting to do seltzers, hard seltzer. Because our manufacturing permit would allow us to do anything that we actually produce. Okay. So we could mm-hmm. serve that and be fine. So we ended up doing the seltzers because I actually have club members that are gluten. Okay. Uh, so okay. they when we I knew the cider was getting pulled and we had to reapply. Yeah. I needed something. Yeah, you need for to them. adjust, yeah. So we started doing the hard seltzer. So um, we've still haven't figured out which flavor is gonna be like the permanent flavor. So we we they rotate out like every weekend. Yeah, um, watermelon and a peach are on this weekend. Oh shoot! So we ended up just got the permit. My husband got the okay. So this weekend we actually get to do our cider. I have a cider being delivered from uh, Stafford Cider. Yep, and we do wine from Preston Ridge. Um, and they actually applied. One good thing is, so the wineries could apply for this permit oh, also nice. so they can serve beer.
2: Amazing. Preston
3: Ridge is excited about because yeah. she always wanted us to be able to bring beer up there. And I'm like, I can't. My liquor permit doesn't go out of <laughs> I this can't do that. area. Yeah.
1: I know. We have Mass Brewer's Guild members who listen to the podcast. So take notes on this. This is something Sweet. that I think would help morph our industry in Massachusetts. Yeah. Because people like my girlfriend who like wine and like cider... And when we go to a brewery, it's like it's you can drink a beer, tough. but it's like, yeah,
2: it's-
3: and that, not enjoyable. that was our whole thing because not everybody my mom is a perfect example. My mom doesn't drink beer. I own a brewery. She lives yeah. in here, she does not drink beer. That's so funny. She drinks she has a mug and yeah. she drinks cider. Yeah. The yeah. seltzers now. Yeah. Or she'd have a glass of wine. And our thing was, so if you come in with a group of people and the person isn't into beer. They're going to want to leave. They're not going to have a good time. But if they actually can have a cider that they'll
1: love love
3: or a wine, they're going to stick around and hang out with everybody else. And the whole group is happy. They're going to stay longer. Exactly. And they're going to make it more of a, we've always wanted it, like I was saying in the beginning, kind of like an extension of your living room. We want you to hang out, play board games. We have them and just chill.
1: And it also is awesome that, If it has to be made in Connecticut, it's not like you're selling, like, Sutton Hill wine, right? It's not like you're going... You're selling
3: something from California or whatever. You're still supporting the Connecticut economy. Yes. Yeah,
1: and that's really cool.
3: Yeah. Which is awesome. And we've always done um, any of the local wines. We did Jonathan Edwards in the beginning, and then we got friendly with Preston Ridge, and they're 10 minutes away. Why not? So we ended up bringing them in, and now they have our beer at their place, which is awesome. That is awesome.
1: Are there any rules you'd like to see changed or... or improved upon
3: um, I wish they hadn't done the change how they did it so okay. prior to this we had a full license where we could do liquor everything Like and
1: they took it away or they just yes
3: oh they took it away oh, wait oh <laughs> <laughs> yes
1: yeah I was a little confused because you were like we did have salsa we did have cider yes, so they just they t- just t- were like we t- hate you, you. Yeah. they
3: took it away and you basically had to apply for different options. So prior, I had like what they called the super license. And so I could do the beer. So I had a manufacturing license, but then I also had the super license, which gave me to do literally liquor. I, it was a full bar. Yeah. Yeah. And wine. It didn't have to be Connecticut. It, and none of the liquor had, you had to be this, Connecticut. Yeah, you had, the, had full, the best of the best. Yes. Yeah. So then they decided to write into the law, which was not how it was supposed to be written, but they did. That now we could do the manufacturing where we get to serve anything that we actually make. Then we could add the Connecticut uh, Connecticut Craft License, which then would bring in the wine, cider, and all of that. Then you can do the super license. So you had people, like basically we had to go back and redo a whole permit.
2: I I was, my sucks. husband was running around
3: <laughs> signatures again.
1: How long were you have you not had a permit like so that for?
3: For um so it was December. I think it was December it was up. So we stopped. So almost December. a year. Almost a year. Wow. wow. And we just never like like pushed it pushed it and right. then I was like you know what we really need to get this back. So yeah. let's yeah. Especially because, things and opening and it, back up. Well, and then you got to, like I said you have to go apply for everything. So it was um doing the whole permit and then the Person, I guess, called my husband. He's like, "She goes, why are you applying for this? You already have it. "Uh, Because you took it away. Yeah, right. Um, Oh
1: my god. uh,
3: I want to get it back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh oh my god. So I'd like to have it back. And like I said, there was people that actually bought mugs because we had cider. Right. So their friends were beer drinkers. Right. But they'd come and drink with. They would come and drink with friends. They wanted mug. So I was like, we really need to get cider. And the girl that does our artwork, Christian, Kristen. She actually is one of our muggers that was, she's glue and she can, she only drinks cider. Right. Yeah. So I ended up calling her this <laughs> Terrible. yesterday when Aww. he got the permit from the state of Connecticut. I'm like, all right, I'm ordering cider. I'll check the wine when yep. I go down. And I called her. I'm like, Hey, what do you want? I'm like, I got a choice of a blackberry or a blueberry. What would you like to see? She's like, blackberry. I'm like, oh, all right, I guess. Yeah, blackberry is yeah. All right. I love it. Perfect. I love it. That's
1: great. Um, obviously, coming through COVID, um, you guys are still here. Yes. Right? So, Congrats. congratulations <laughs> on that. Thank you. <laughs> um, are you able to kind of take a step back? Obviously, things aren't back to normal, but are you kind of t- able to take a step back and be like, yeah, if we can get through that, we can probably get through anything?
3: Yes. I, <laughs> I would absolutely say that. Um, 2020 was.
1: It sucked. You can say it. It,
3: it sucked. It sucked. Um, um, the. Silver lining, I can say, is it taught us how we could still run the business and not in the way that our business, like, we not had a business plan. Be, right? yeah. <laughs> like we had a business plan. This is how we're going to do it. And that all went out the door that year. Yeah. Um, it was, all right, how are we going to do this? We, now we got to change gears. And like I had said prior, we had to lay off our employees. And thankfully, we have enough owners to cover the shifts. And we obviously canceled because nobody could come in. We canceled a lot of our hours to do a couple of days. And, I mean, there was many times where I was hanging out here with my husband. We'd be sitting here and, you know, waiting (laughs) to see because people weren't going out. And, like I said, it was the mug club. I owe them everything because they would come in. They would buy their beer for the week because they couldn't get in their mug. I'd tell them I'm keeping an eye on them I can't wait to serve those mugs but um, it just taught you how to go outside the box we did online ordering which we had never done yeah Mm -hmm. which that was a huge success Um, it took we waited for the mug club so our anniversary is in June and that's when our mug club is usually up for renewal they're not a lifetime and we ended up waiting till July when we actually got to be open. And I think we extended it. They had till July to renew and everything. We were kind of lenient on it Mm -hmm. because they hadn't been able to take out of their mugs. Um, We did give them some beer mug. (laughs) So they had a couple of beers on us when they got back and they're like, you didn't have to do that. I'm like, well, you You kept us
1: afloat. Yeah. I was like,
3: you didn't have to have your mugs taken away. Yeah. Right. Right. (laughs) Um, that's great.
1: Where do you, I mean, obviously plans got delayed, right? But where do you see yourself and have you been able to make up some ground from your delays?
3: Um, it's still, it's still slow. I feel like people, when you do a year of curfews and stuff like that, people get used to it. Totally. And it's hard to get them out of that to say, all right, let's go out when yeah. you got so used to being at home because in Connecticut, it was nine o'clock. You had to be out of places. Yeah,
1: so a lot of the places mm-hmm. still And like, I remember yeah. being like, I'm hungry at nine and nothing's open, you know? It's, it's like,
3: like, I get out of work a lot of times and I'm like, right. And like 8.30, me and my husband would be going to dinner at right. nine. Yeah. So it was like, our, oh crap, we actually have to get food for What's the house. What's in the fridge right yeah. now? Nothing. Because oh. it, wasn't, it wasn't our mindset.
1: Yeah, right. Um, Were you canning before COVID?
3: Yes, we were. Can- <laughs> Do
1: you can on site?
3: Uh, we bring Iron Heart in. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. People. So we actually, Price's Rice, of which course. obviously last year was the first year we did it with the collaboration with Black Pond. We had full tanks of Price's Rice and then they shut us down. Uh, and full tanks of My Pink Boots beer. No. Yep. <laughs> so all of that went into canning because we had done the canning the year before. So we had just started getting into it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it was like, well, they're not doing any good there. We can't serve them behind the bar, so we just ended up canning everything. Yeah, um, which such a pivot. I, you know, and that's why I said I'm like, you learn how to deal with it. Yeah, like at least
1: you didn't dump it. We know of so many breweries that, like, unfortunately, they couldn't get a mobile canner and they just didn't even have it in the plant. So it's like,
3: yeah. yeah,
1: it was dumped or growler poured. It's like it's sad, right?
3: Exactly. Yeah. It's. Yeah. I mean, but you do what you. I mean, I think them doing the growler you know, at least you're getting it out the door. Exactly. Right, yep. right. I mean, but yeah, thankfully we had already started with Ironheart. And like
1: had that like relationship. Had yeah. that
3: relationship. And as soon as we knew, it didn't look like it was just going to be two weeks. Yep. We're like, yeah, I get the canning line in here at some point. Oh,
1: you two know? weeks to flatten the curve, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember that,
3: yeah. So I'm like, you better get that in here and <laughs> let's go. I,
1: definitely. Ironheart, like, must have had the busiest 2020 and 2021, oh. like,
3: And and they're still busy. Still, for sure. Because we have to call a couple, probably a month or so ahead of time to get in. And well, and it gives us the lead time. You know, a lot of times it's two months that my husband's planning it because you got to call them and we got to get the bear approved. We got to get the labels. You got to get those approved. So there's a whole process. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Um, Do you find yourself like wanting a canning line?
3: Do you have the space for it? Does want to come yeah. home. <laughs> of course. Um that is one of his like <laughs> goals. Capital purchase, <laughs> yeah, of yeah. course yeah. <laughs> So someday I'm sure we will have one. Um it's nice with Ironheart because you don't they're the ones that take they do care it it of it. And like literally they know one line went when they were here one day, they a part went and they just called another canning line that was like in the area and when it got it where otherwise we would have been waiting we would have been shut down for that day yeah. and not been able yeah. to yeah yeah. so uh, there's pros and so cons yeah exactly i mean they run it every single day
1: yeah
3: um it'd be nice to get like a small one so that we could do small batches mm-hmm. you know maybe yeah. some of the pilot batches yeah uh, instead d- of the big ones
1: any distribution
3: yes we do distribution right here in the northeast otherwise outside of that
1: northeast area. connecticut Yes. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah yes. I just yeah. want our listeners to... Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: we use Levine. So any Levine territory, it's theirs. Otherwise, outside of it, we self-distribute.
1: Yeah. Because Connecticut cool.
3: allows you to do that. Awesome.
1: So obviously, if our listeners are outside of the northeast area of Connecticut and want to make an awesome trip down to this area that I think we've, safe to say, I don't want to speak for Erica or Ryan, kind of fallen in love with today. Oh, yeah. Right? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying not to sneeze. You can sneeze. Bless you. Bless you. Um, where are you physically located?
3: 40 Franklin Street. In? Norwich, Connecticut.
1: Norwich, Connecticut, which doesn't have a college that I was thinking of. No. Yes. <laughs> no. Um, cool. Erica, Ryan, you have any questions?
2: Yeah. So,
3: what would you like to learn more about? More of the database, like... Um, kind of like customer feedback Mm. I think that's kind of my next goal is I'd really be interested in kind of it being anonymous like outside Uh, of untapped yes uh, (laughs) definitely
1: wait wait wait, we got it we we did it we opened the door
3: all right we're going
1: back to it you have to tell us why do you hate untapped that's a loaded question right there it is a
3: loaded question I you know I've seen untapped I really enjoy the untapped that like does the spoofs like where people are saying we saved. love
2: that as well on <laughs> <Untapped> top WTF? <laughs> yeah, like, um,
3: I can't stand this beer, I don't like stouts, but it's a stout. Well, you 1%, yeah, one percent, yeah, yeah, one don't star. drink that, yeah, I know <laughs> you're not gonna like it. Um, I would just kind of like the feedback where people sometimes I feel like they don't give you the honest feedback, yep. when they're in front of you, definitely,
4: definitely. So,
3: I'd kind of like the anonymous one of like what they would like to see more of maybe different beers or what we could do differently in here. I just think customer feedback's always important, and yep. I'd like to get more into yeah. that if I got to say one thing that, I mean, I know the bookend of stuff and the numbers <laughs> and, you know, doing tax returns and sales tax returns and excise tax, all this stuff that you don't realize you need to do. Right, <laughs> right. Owning a brewery. Um, so I, I know those parts. I just think I'd like the customer feedback more yeah. anonymous. Mm-hmm. And kind of, like I said, I I kind of take the untap and I do the average. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then I kind of decide, kind of like the same thing I do with you. Yeah. If I'm going to a restaurant, I'm like, eh, this one's bad. This one's good. Yeah. Or that. Yeah. It's like the middle one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> do you solicit feedback from the muggers?
3: The muggers will actually tell us what they like, don't like. Good. And good. they're <laughs> a very honest group, which I love to death.
1: Is that just because you've built that rapport?
3: Probably. I mean, they, a lot of them have become family, honest to yeah. God. You know, when they have tragedy in their life, it hurts us. Yeah, for sure. And uh, when they have excitement, you know, babies, you know, we've had a couple. Or when they leave, um, we have a couple. And we actually have Mug Club members that do not live in the state of Connecticut. Wow. So Sorry. I have two of them that are in Texas. She actually came back on Sunday. She used to be one of our Aww. bartenders. So she came back Sunday. Wow. To see the, you know, come to the place.
1: I kind of got goosebumps. Like if you're saying that. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. It's wild. And like she was sitting in here. She's like, I miss this place. She's like, Texas doesn't have Aww. something like this. Yeah. And um, we had some other muggers that moved to Florida and they just had a baby, which is awesome. Um, and then we also have a mugger that lives in South Carolina. Yeah. So and l- I have mugger and they come back.
1: Be they, the good actually, mugger, not the bad mugger.
3: They're all good muggers. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. I, I I think that's something we also struggle with is getting that honest feedback. Everyone tells you your stuff's awesome when you're right in front of you. And yes. I wish I could be on the wall when they're saying this thing sucks or something. You know. Like, yeah.
3: And I, you know, they nobody wants to hurt anybody's feelings. So I and I don't think they're doing it to like not tell you. Yeah. And I I just kind of would like them like I would just like to know because you end up hearing you know it. And like I said, the mug club member there, they're pretty honest. If they don't like a beer, they let us know. But, yeah. Right. You know, the regular customers that are coming in, you know, what could we do different? Was there something or anything yeah. like that? Yeah. Because you can always learn. And that's one big thing you always can learn and how to make it better. Right. Definitely.
1: I don't think there's a better way to end. No the podcast. Perfect. So Joe, thank you for taking the time out of your day to do this. You're welcome. She, she came That's after work.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and she's probably going to go back to work after <laughs> this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome.
2: So thank you yeah. so much.
1: She's probably thinking us. Oh, so we gave her a little break, you know. <laughs> yes. like, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> good excuse to have a beer.
1: Yeah, Good excuse. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so all our listeners, please come down to the northeast quadrant of Northeast quadrant. What is wrong with me? A northeast portion know. of uh, Connecticut. Um, we had an awesome time. Super awesome people down here, Definitely. and Connecticut's not all pizza, as I once thought. <laughs> it's more
2: <to> Connecticut <laughs> it's than Connecticut. There's more pizza. than Connecticut
1: than Hartford pizza. Yes, but that pizza is good.
2: It's great, as so I've heard.
1: I've been talking about it all day. You
2: have. <laughs> <laughs> well, cheers. 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 cheers.